0: Welcome into episode 13 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. I'm your host, Connor Rapjack. The Winnipeg Jets only played two games last week, but they defeated the New York Islanders on Tuesday night inside Canada Life Center and then went to Ottawa to kick off a three-game road trip and defeated the Senators 2-1 in overtime. Let's get into those games. Before I break down the win against the Islanders, if this is your first time checking out Winnipeg Jets Weekly, it's a show I bring to you every Monday morning, breaking down the week that was and previewing the upcoming week for the Winnipeg Jets. I have game recaps, I hand out the hardest working jet and three stars later on in the episode. So if it's your first time checking it out, drop a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and let's get into the New York game. The Winnipeg Jets wrapped up their four-game homestand with a 4-2 win over the New York Islanders, and this was one of the weirdest games I've seen this year, because it was an extremely high event, both goalies were on top of their game, and the goals that were actually scored in the game were some of the weirdest goals I've ever seen. I tweeted out in the second intermission that the Jets' three goals were some of the weirdest goals I've seen them score this year. First one, Gabriel Villardi standing in front of the net, and it hits his knee and goes in. Second one, Neil Pioch gets a wide-open net to shoot at, because Ilya Soroka's skate blade comes off after Cole Perfetti shoots it, hits a skate blade. Sorokin can't move in the crease. He's swimming around. Pionk, wide open net to shoot at. No problems there. And then the third goal, Mason Appleton, poking the puck off of an Islanders defender's stick that somehow snuck past Sorokin at the side of a net. That broke a 25-game goalless drought for Mason Appleton, and he actually followed up and scored again in the Ottawa game, which I'll get into in a second. But Winnipeg will take these goals. Like you can see here if you're on YouTube, the expected goals, the course, the shots, everything about this game screams high event, yet the goals that were scored weren't what you thought would be going in. It It was a weird game all around, but the Jets will take the two points to close out the homestand. The most notable bit of news for the Winnipeg Jets in this game, Kyle Connor, their leading goal scorer, returned to the lineup after missing 16 games. He took that knee-to-knee hit on December 10th. He came back five weeks later it was originally supposed to be a six to eight week timeline but he came back a little bit early he scored the Jets fourth goal of the night it was a nice defensive play to steal the puck at the blue line and he had a breakaway from his own blue line all the way to the Islanders net everyone in the building knew he was going to score and with that goal he extended his team goal scoring lead with his 18th goal of the season a much needed addition to the Winnipeg lineup especially since Mark Scheifley has been out since last Thursday's game against the Chicago Blackhawks he has a lower body injury they originally said that injury would be day-to-day for Shifley but it's looking more like week to week now as we head towards the all-star break in this game Nothing different with the lines. Adam Lowry slides up to the top line, and they come away with the win. They outshot the Islanders. They had more expected goals. They had more shot attempts, and they scored on the power play. The Jets deserve this win. Connor Halbuck was great in the third period when the Jets started to slip out of their defensive structure, and they wrapped up their four-game homestand with the two points. And with that, the Jets now had three days off, and Rick Bonus actually said in the post game that he was going to give his players the next two days off. So that meant they weren't going to practice until Friday before hitting the road and playing the Ottawa Senators on Saturday. to kick off a three-game road trip. This game on Saturday against the Ottawa Senators kicked off Hockey Day in Canada where all seven Canadian teams were in action. This game started at 2 p.m. Central Time, and it was a bit of a sleepy start. The Jets ended up winning 2-1 in overtime with some fireworks from Nikolai Ehlers, but Connor Hellbuck was absolutely the MVP of this game. The Jets really had no business even getting a point with the overtime, never mind winning the game and it all goes to hella buck. If you're on YouTube, you can take a look at this graphic. The Jets got outshot. The Senators had more expected goals and more shot attempts. Both teams went 0 for 4 in the power play and the refing was a little weird in this one. The first two periods of the game, everything was being called. And then the third period, there were no penalties, no calls theoretically when the game is even higher emotion and even chippier uh, there were no calls which was interesting but both teams it was a wash the Jets penalty kill has actually been really good as of late this game was no different and uh, that goes hand in hand with Connor Hallibuck being at the top of his game his numbers are unbelievable this season we'll get into that later on in the episode but as for this game the Jets with another big win kicked off the three-game road trip still no Mark Shifley for this game but they ended up getting the two points. There's an old saying in sports that good teams find a way to win. And this was definitely an example of that. The Ottawa Senators, one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference by record, but they're a young, talented, skilled group, especially up front. They can make things happen, and they definitely showed that in this game. But the Jets, one of the top teams in the league, actually the top team by points percentage, they showed why they've gotten to that point. And these last two games that I mentioned, the New York game and the Ottawa game, The three goals or fewer streak is alive. They're at 34 games. They can tie the modern day record on Monday against the Boston Bruins. And the other streak that the Jets are now rolling with is two goals or fewer. That one got to 14 games. The modern day record for that one is 18 games played set by the 2013-14 LA Kings. So the Jets are closing in on these historic defensive streaks and what they're doing is incredibly impressive. And in this game, it was less about the defensive structure and more about Connor Hellebuck, but impressive nonetheless. They got the two points and they're on to Boston and Toronto for the upcoming week. And just one final note on this game, Nikolai Ehlers' overtime winner was one of the prettiest goals you'll see from the Jets this season if you go check out the Winnipeg Sports Talk Twitter and Instagram we actually posted a clip of Paul Edmonds on 680 CGOB calling that goal one of the best goals you'll see from the Jets this year definitely go check it out Nikolai Ehler is one of the most dynamic forwards in the league he showed why and the Jets escaped with a 2-1 win now, it is time for the hardest working jet and the three stars of the week. If you haven't already, make sure you dropped a thumbs up on the video and you're hitting the subscribe button, hitting the notification bell so you don't miss videos like this in the future. And while you're down there, drop a comment. Who's your hardest working jet of the week? Who's your number one star of the week? And let's get into the hardest working jet. Only two games, kind of a small sample size for this award, but I'm going to give it to Brendan Dillon, the hardest working jet of the week. When Dominic Toninato took sort of a high hit from Brady Kachuk in the Ottawa game, Brendan Dillon immediately dropped the gloves and I'd say he won that fight against Brady Kachuk, one of the biggest, toughest players in the NHL. Brendan Dillon, my hardest working jet of the week, he does so much on that second pairing with Neil Pionk, Being physical, blocking shots, huge reason for the penalty kill success as of late as well. So Brendan Dillon has earned this award this week. It's his second time winning. He won it in one of the earliest episodes of Winnipeg Jets Weekly, but Brendan Dillon, two-time winner of the hardest working Jet. My third star of the week is Mason Appleton. He had two goals in the two games this week. Again, he was coming in 25 games without a goal, scored a really weird one against the New York Islanders where he just poked it into the net. But then in the Ottawa game, he got the Jets on the board, gave them a 1-0 lead on a 3-on-1, beat Corpus low on the glove side. And he's starting to score, starting to chip in from that third line, which is what the Jets have done all year. The depth up front, we've talked a lot about it. Mason Appleton's hopefully turning a corner offensively here after that 25-game goalless drought. And when Appleton scored that goal against the New York Islanders, that came just two days after the Green Bay Packers upset the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs, and he said he was having a pretty good week. Now the Green Bay Packers are out of the playoffs. They lost to the 49ers, so we'll have to wait and hear Appleton's thoughts on that. But regardless, third star of the week, he scored two goals in the two games, Mason Appleton. My second star of the week is Nikolai Ehlers. Yes, he got demoted to the second line when Kyle Connor returned to the lineup, And his ice time has actually been a big talking point among Jets fans this week. But nonetheless, he powered through and he scored that huge goal in overtime against the Ottawa Senators. And that perfetti nemesikov Ealers line, I thought, was actually the best Jets line in the Ottawa game, especially in that third period. They were having consistent shifts in the offensive zone, and Ehlers obviously is a huge part of that. And like I said earlier, he scored one of the prettiest Jets goals of the season to give the Jets the two points. That can't go unnoticed. Nikolai Ehlers, my second star of the week on Winnipeg Jets weekly my number one star of the week who else other than connor halibut he started both games and came up huge in both games the islanders game especially that third period the jets kind of came out flat in the first 10 minutes halibut stood on his head and then the ottawa game front to back he showed why he's the best goalie in the world look at the stats if you're here on youtube these are unbelievable he started 33 games 23 7 and 3 is his record he's got a 215 goals against average a 927 save percentage and in terms of goals saved above expected according to natural stat trick he's at 22.43 Second place in that stat is Thatcher Demko, who's in and around 15, goals saved above expected. Connor Hellbuck has a huge lead on that. He's the front runner for the Vesna, and he's even starting to pick up some steam for the NHL's MVP award. Obviously there's some players, you know, Austin Matthews is on pace for 70 goals. Nathan McKinnon's having an incredible year in Colorado. Nikita Kucherov is having a career year with the Tampa Bay Lightning. There are some players that might be ahead of him right now, but he's definitely getting there. His stats are starting to look more and more similar to Carey Price's when he won. The heart trophy back in 2014-15 for the montreal canadians that goals against average keeps going down the jets aren't giving up two goals or more in any game and connor Hellebuck is a huge reason for that he's my first star of the week on winnipeg jets weekly let me know in the comments below if you agree with my choices for hardest working jet and three stars of the week let's get into the upcoming schedule for the winnipeg jets who have three games remaining until the all-star break in toronto where rick bonus and connor Hellebuck will be representing the winnipeg jets And here's the upcoming schedule for the Jets. On Monday night, they'll be traveling to Boston to take on the Boston Bruins. That game goes Monday at six o'clock. January 24th, that's a Wednesday night. They travel to Toronto and take on the Maple Leafs. That game also at six o'clock. And then they get two days off before returning home and taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs on January 27th. That's a Saturday night inside Canada Life Center. That's going to be a huge game. The Jets are wearing their Fly the 48 jerseys for the second time this season, and that'll take them into the All-Star break, where after the All-Star break, they'll take on the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Philadelphia Flyers on the road before returning home to take on the Penguins again. I'll preview those games more in-depth in episode 14 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly, but come back next week, I'll have recaps of the Bruins and two Maple Leafs games, two original six opponents, some big games for the Jets on the road, one of them's at home, and a lot of historic defensive streaks on the line. They could break, they could keep it going, this is arguably the toughest spot for them, missing Mark Shifley on the road against Boston, on the road against the Maple Leafs, against a guy who's on pace for 70 goals. If they can do it and do it against these two teams, it'll be incredibly impressive. So come back next week and I'll have a full recap on whether or not they hit those streaks and how they played in those games and to preview the All-Star break. That's going to do it for episode 13 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. If this is your first time checking it out, thank you so much. Make sure you're hitting a thumbs up and I will see you back here next Monday. The Jets with some big games this week. Enjoy the games, everyone, and have a great week.